Ooh. Hey, Father. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. So, what story are we getting into this week? Okay. Yeah, 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 totally. Okay, call back later. <gasps> you guys, this week we're going to be diving into a new book, the Book of Lamentations. Welcome to another episode of Bible Stories with me, Brianda. Brianda. And joining me another week in a new city, La Clara, NYC. How are you? Oh, <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> I feel so good. We're in a new studio. Yep. It looks so, I mean, what, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Wh which camera are we at? Which Mine. Camera? You guys, look at this. WTF Media Studios. Great job. Mm -hmm. I mean, I look like I'm a sophisticated therapist. <laughs> or like it's giving legally brown. Legally brunette. Legal, legally Dominican. <laughs> legally blonde. It's giving, it's giving L Woods meets. It's giving Bible stories with Brianda, if I'm not going to lie. Like that's super your vibe. I love it. This is okay. It is like so much your vibe. I feel good. If you guys are watching the YouTube, go check out the YouTube to see the new studio. It's yeah. so great. We've been in LA this weekend. Mm -hmm. Having Clara, fun. Clara sponsored my trip here because she's my basically husband until I find a real one. <laughs> um, thank you so much. She, we've been staying together. I feel like I got to know you in a very, I don't know. Do, do any of my girls know when you take trips together, like when you get to know each other? It's a little bit like a test. Go on. So it kind of tests the friendship a little bit because you can get along with someone, but it doesn't necessarily mean like sometimes you get along with someone because you hang out for a little bit. But then if you're 24 seven during a long period of time, it's like sometimes you just need a break from that person. So if you take a trip with that person and it doesn't happen, it's like, okay, you pass the test. Like our friendship is ready for the next level. You know what I mean? We are ready for children for sure. <laughs> like, let's be insured well, that's together. not what I meant. But <laughs> I'm going to come on your health insurance now as well. We're going to share a bank account. Um, literally, I was not annoyed, bothered at all by you. I can be quiet with you. You were a little grumpy last night though. Mm, why do you mean? <laughs> I'm not grumpy. You're grump. Why was I grumpy? I'm grumpy all the time, so that's not news. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why was I grumpy? Maybe you were fed up with me. because <laughs> Yeah, no, I was not fed up with... What are you talking you about? You were like, come on, come on. You have to get ready. Look at the time. We're starting your makeup now. <laughs> yeah, you have to do... Yeah, because I was punctual. I was trying to stay on top of schedule. <laughs> that's not grump. I'm not a grumpy. I pride myself in being a little pushover baby. I don't like ruffling feathers. I'm a very... Mm, mm -hmm. You know what? You do sugarcoat shit. I do stuff. sugarcoat some stuff. I don't know. I... Okay, I'll be honest. <laughs> being in L.A., has been very, how do I say? This trip was very eye-opening for me. And Ooh, I, what? No, it's no, 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 it's no one get any ideas. Eye-opening to what? The last time I came to LA, I was like, oh, I wouldn't, I'm happy if I don't move here. I'm okay. I like, but this trip was a little different. 
Like, I don't know what, dude, this weekend, Claire and I have been going on IG Live. Follow us at Bible Brianda. Oh yeah, we're having so much we're fun. So much fun on the lives. Yeah. And I think that it's in part by being in a new place and it's exciting. It's like a new little refresh. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I'm the kind of creator that needs to do that. Like I, I will be stunted and this, it's stunting my growth. You know what I mean? I'm someone that like, if I'm not having fun or if I'm bored, I'll freaking fall off. It's the worst, the, the worst quality about me. Right. But being here, I feel like, I don't know, it excited again. It was really like revitalizing yes. and it's nice. So anyways, what I'm, I say this to say, yeah, I may move to LA. <laughs> like it's giving a relocation. It's giving relocation vibes. Absolutely. And I miss you already. This is oh. the first time we're recording since you got back from Spain. I know. Which I was Spain, by the way. It was amazing. I had a great time until I got COVID. <laughs> I got COVID the last week she was in Spain. Cats out of the bag. Uh, well, I'm so happy you're back. Wait, I, I want to talk about something and then we're going to dive into this week's story. We're going to do the book of lamentations. And I think it's really appropriate because I'm also lamenting something. What are you lamenting? I'm lamenting, uh, men. I'm lamenting <laughs> dating for the last two months. We've batched content. So you guys haven't even been like, you guys haven't been hearing or knowing about what I've been up to. I've been on going on at least one or two dates a week since. Yep. I, a very long time. I've been out here, guys. I'm out here. Mm -hmm. uh, not in that way. Not in that way. No way, Jose. Um, only partially. Um, <laughs> the patrons know what I'm referring to. But I got heartbroken in this time. I A couple times, actually. You know, we just ate Korean cheese corn dogs. Well, guess what? I was a horn dog the last couple of dates, okay? Your girl's been... <laughs> Horny. <laughs> it's been so hard. So you know what? I think I'm going to pump the brakes on dating for reals. Like just, just for a second, you know. No, you're not. We're about to start a dating show, Brianda. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what? Oh, that's right. No, because I, listen, I fell. I fell okay. again. You only, you can check it out on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bible Brianda, because, um, I fell a little bit. I it was tough. I, I've been celibate for four years, and now we can say half celibate. Nah. <laughs> no. Oh my god, you're so extra. No, no, it was not. I'm still. I'm still. In the, I'm still in the arena of celibacy. Okay, mm -hmm. but it's been tough. So it has something to do with my faith. Something's got. I'm not. Something's not strong. It's okay. your boundaries. You know what? Something's not strong with my boundaries. Okay. Mm. Anyways. Um, no, we're still going to do the Bible show, the Bible dating show. Uh, we don't know what the title, Bible Bachelorette. I don't know what it is, but um, go there, join the Patreon if you want to hear what happened. Um, I'm still so sad about it and disappointed, but it's fine. I don't care. But we're doing the Book of Lamentations today. And funny enough, it's about uh, Jerusalem lamenting their torn down, destroyed city. And they they go up to the Lord and they're like, here are my grievances. These are my grievances. It's like, you know what the book of Lamentations is? It reminds me of, because we've heard Lamentations in the Bible before. There are Lamentations mm -hmm. sprinkled within the Bible everywhere. But mm -hmm. this is a book solely dedicated to that. So it legit feels like a therapist's like a, a documents record. It's like all of the, it's the feelings. It's the most emotional book ever. And I'm feeling so emotional. I'm almost on my period. I'm bloated. I'm fat. I just ate five pounds of cheese. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm never going to find a man. And I'm also suffering from indigestion. <laughs> oh, Clara. 
Huh. Anyways, well, that's it. That's that's the update. LA's amazing. Wheezy, Alex, great job. We love you guys. This is a great studio. Mm -hmm. it, it, the first of many new locations. I can tell I'm sure. Yeah. Also, let's get there. I want to get rich like them. <laughs> I want to get rich already. I want to be rich like them. I want money. I'm, I'm rich in faith. I want to match it in, other, in every other <laughs> domain. Clara, how am I doing? What, what's going on? I'm getting hot. <laughs> Do you want me to turn the AC up? No. I don't think it's the temperature. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's me. Anyways, should we start the story? Let's go. Lamentations was written by an anonymous poet. Although some ancient Jewish and early Christian traditions think it might have been Jeremiah. <gasps> Jeremiah? I mean, he's known as the weeping prophet. Oh. He would be a little emotional. A little uh. emo prophet with the eyeliner and the grungy hair. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Listen, they most likely think this because of the similarity in vocabulary and style between lamentations and the prophecies of Jeremiah. Another strong case for the author maybe being Jeremiah was because we know that Prophet Jeremiah was an eyewitness to the Babylonian siege of Israel and ultimate judgment on Jerusalem in a, at around 586 BC. Mm -hmm. So we know that he was there. And that's what this book is about. It's about those two years. It's like being in a toxic, toxic relationship. They know what happens. What do you think? Do you think it was him? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, we can't prove it. There's no proof for it. I like to think it was Jeremiah only because it gives me more insights as to like where he was emotionally when he was writing it, if it were him, but there's no proof. There's so, no proof of it. Some books are anonymous. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's so interesting. Like why would it be him? Like why would he sign one book and not sign this one? We're talking about ancient, like sacred texts. Yeah, but like that were written thousands of years ago. So, like, oh, he might have signed it, but then they, they got lost or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gotcha. These th these are things that were written on scrolls. Mm. And Lamentations was written on one giant scroll mm -hmm. that had no author on it. Got it. So I I I like to think of things like that, details like that, is intentional. I don't like to add too much of my own flair to things. That's where you start getting a little out of line with mm. interpretations and conspiracies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's, we don't for sure know that it was Jeremiah, but okay. it would make sense if it was Jeremiah. Okay. The details are way too like someone, well, someone lived through that, mm. but you know, a lot of people live through it too. Exactly. And prophets don't know the bounds of time. Like there are some prop like prophetic books that, are written in the past talking about the future in present tense. So it's a very, do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Like the bounds of time are different. That's mm. why I think the safest bet is to say that this was an anonymous author. Okay. In any case, we cannot be certain who authored these carefully crafted poems or who is responsible for putting them together into a single scroll. Point is, Lamentations expresses the people's overwhelming sense of loss, grief, and confusion that accompanied the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple, as well as the exile of Judah's inhabitants from the land of Yahweh, the land that he promised Abraham and the line of David centuries before. That's what we know for show. Okay? That's mm -hmm. the end of the recap. 
Now we're going to get into some little minor details about the book itself, all right? Because mm-hmm. the entire book is poetry. It is like the poetry section of Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> the first, second, fourth, and fifth laments or chapters all contain 22 verses reflecting the number of letters in the Hebrew alphabet. Clara, put some Hebrew letters up here. Okay, so you see these letters? Each verse will start with the letter. Wow. Very intentional. That is definitely intentional. Very organized, very OCD, you know? <laughs> very OCD. Kind of like Clara. Yeah. Cleaning. In the first and second laments, each verse contains three poetic lines. In the fourth, each verse contains two lines. And in the fifth, each verse contains one line. The first four laments are alphabetic acrostics. Acrostics, the definition for those of you who don't know, means a series of lines or verses in which the first, last, or other particular letter, uh, when taken out, they spell out a word or a phrase. In this case, we know it's the alphabet. Okay? Hi, Tangi. Like I said before, this OCD-ordered structure of lamentations is in stark contrast to the chaos and disorder of pain and grief that are explored in the actual poems. Hmm. You know, it's kind of cool that, oh, the the Bible is so cool because it's describing the most chaotic point in Jewish history Hmm. in a very organized, methodical way. That is interesting. American Psycho. Very good. You know the movie American Psycho? No. Christian Bale? No. Anyways, that's okay. (laughs) Um, Let's hop to chapter one. We can... We're just, I'm t- listen, and I really want you guys to read it. Like I always say, read the book, guys. Read the book. Don't just watch me with some lashes on and a cute little fuzzy pink dress. <laughs> Go do, I know it could be fun. It's fun to do that. But read it yourselves. Okay, kids. I'll play with you. <laughs> read it. Read it. Read the book. Anyways, chapter one, right? The first lament is the city of Jerusalem depicted as a weeping woman's shame and guilt. She's also known as uh, Lady Zion. That's how she's referred to in the text. She's devastated, and no one comes to comfort her. Mm. Story of my life, babe. <laughs> Let's go to some scripture. <laughs> that was me last night. We're going to call you Lady Zion from now on. <laughs> Please, call <me> Lady Zion. <laughs> Please call me Lady Zion. We're going to go to uh, Lamentations, chapter 1, verses 2 to 3. She weeps bitterly in the night with tears on her cheeks. Among all her lovers, she has none to comfort her. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They have become her enemies. Judah has gone into exile because of affliction and hard servitude. She dwells now among the nations, but finds no resting place. Her pursuers have all overtaken her in the midst of her distress. The roads to Zion mourn, for none come to the festival. All her gates are desolate. Her priests groan, her virgins have been afflicted, and she herself suffers bitterly. Her foes have become the head. Her enemies prosper. Because the Lord has afflicted her for the multitude of her transgressions. Her children have gone away captives before the foe. 
Phew, babes. Okay, listen. The Lord has been told them, them being Jerusalem, because that is who the Lady Zion is personifying, okay? The Lord's been told them to remember what he's done, to have that remembrance be the anchor that brings them back to their faith when, they're, when they've gone astray. Like when I went astray a couple weeks ago with the man that didn't care about me, <laughs> okay? They need to remember. And in this case, from the first lamentation, they remembered, but they were just remembering uh, when they had times of prosperity and like the good days of Jerusalem. They weren't remembering what the Lord did for them or where the Lord was. You feel me? It's like they were remembering the wrong thing. Lady Zion was remembering the wrong thing in this poem. Let's go to some scripture. Okay. I'm emotional too. This, this, this came in a perfect timing for me personally. I don't know about you, babes. Let me know in the comments below how you feel. Oh boy. All right. We're going to go to Lamentations uh, verses seven to nine. Uh, let's see what this girl has to say. Yep. <laughs> Jerusalem remembers in the days of her affliction and wandering all the precious things that were hers from days of old. When her people fell into the hand of the foe and there was none to help her, her foes gloated over her. Hmm. They mocked at her downfall. Hmm. Sounds like Edom. That's what Edom did when Jerusalem fell. High tangy, not high tangy. Back to scripture. Jerusalem sinned grievously. I hope I said that right. Therefore, she became filthy. All who honored her despise her, for they have seen her nakedness. She herself groans and turns her face away. Her uncleanness was in her skirts. She took no thought of her future. Therefore, her fall is terrible. She has no comforter. Oh Lord, behold my affliction for the enemy has triumphed. High tangy, not high tangy. I just want to read that line again. Okay. Her uncleanness was in her skirts. She took no thought of her future. A lot of the times when we make decisions that only feel good in the moment, and we have not even a shred of thought about maybe what this could do for the future you, those decisions are typically the ones that F us in the end. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Clara, censor that, what I said. You know what I mean? And that's, that line, that verse, ooh, when I read that, I, I felt the Holy Spirit kick me in the throat. <laughs> I felt that. I felt that. I've done it so many times. Oh, this feels really good in the moment. And then later, an opportunity missed or something, you know? Anyways, by the end of chapter one, uh, the first lament, Jerusalem owns up to what they've done. And they acknowledge that they sinned like crazy. And they were aware that they made their bed and they're going to lay in it. Okay. Let's go back to some scripture. Chapter one is so great. I have so much scripture from that chapter. It's really good. Uh, Lamentations chapter one, verses 18 to 20. The Lord is in the right for I have rebelled against his word. But hear all you peoples and see my suffering. My young woman and my young men have gone into captivity. I called to my lovers, but they deceived me. My priests and elders perished in the city while they sought food to revive their strength. 
Look, O Lord, for I am in distress. My stomach churns. My heart is wrung within me because I have been very rebellious. In the streets, the sword bereaves. In the house, it is like death. I got to say that last line again. That was a bar, okay? In the street, the sword bereaves. In the house, it is like death. Oof, this is just another example of pain, you know, and, and, um, this is just another example of how pain and hitting rock bottom can lead to a whole lot of self-awareness and accountability. Ooh, that part of Lamentations reminded me of like, ooh, have you guys, Claire, you know this, and I know, I, I know it because I'm your friend, but like when you hit a, a point in your life where you're so embarrassed and like, you can't even be delusional anymore because what's surrounding you is in your face, mm -hmm. the, uh, the consequences of your own actions, mm -hmm. right? It, but it makes you mad aware. It makes you so self-aware. Um, and that, that's what the last chunk of the first lament is. It's like, this is what happened. You was right. We did this. And now look at us. How many times you told us how to do this? How many times, you know? Anyways, let's go to the next lament. LOL. Never mind, we're jumping to chapter three because I have to catch a flight in less than an hour. Okay, babes? <laughs> chapter three. We are now, you know, gonna talk about lamenting, but in the structure of God's faithfulness, uh, still being ever present amidst all the travesty happening around the city of Jerusalem, which again, God has done you know, God has done this in response to the continuous sins of the people. In other words, the Lord is slow to anger, but he will get angry. Don't play with him. All right. Chapter three uh, describes that in spite of all the terrible things that have transpired, the Lord's love is still steadfast. Should I go to some scripture? Why not? Why not? Lamentations. Grab your Bibles, babes. Lamentations, chapter three, verses 22 to 24. Ooh. I feel different. <laughs> I don't know. Is it because of the new space? I don't know if I feel good or bad or... Hi, Tangi. Ugh. I'm lamenting. <laughs> I'm oh, I bleached my eyebrows. Hi, Tangi. <laughs> I bleached my eyebrows on live. How do we feel about them? I'm into them. The more I, like I have, the, the more I have them, the more I like them. And you can't really tell in camera so much, though. In real life, it's more obvious. I can see it here. Yeah, but it's not like I feel like in real life you can see it more. I'm into them. Oh gosh, let's get back into the lamentations. All right, Lamentations chapter three, verses twenty-two to twenty-four. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. During this low time, the author is reminding us truth is needed. You know what? The author is telling us that truth is needed every day. But truth is especially needed in times of pain, stress, grief, hopelessness, duress, you name it. 
Truth in the Lord is a really solid solution for this. It's the only solution as far as I'm concerned. That's just me because I'm a Christian woman. Now, our girl Tara Lee Cobble at the Bible recap, love her. She said it best. She said, and I quote, when you feel truth the least is when you need it the most. And that is what I got out of chapter three. It was such a great summation. <laughs> Anyways, th th this was so dope, okay? The author... No, let me entertain you. Let me wait as No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Hi, Tanji. The author really hones in on this idea about how our challenges can strengthen us in our relationship with the Lord. With our relationship with truth. Okay? <laughs> Let's go to some scripture. Or do you say like a secret? The truth. Uh, <laughs> not everyone knows the truth. A lot of people think that the lies are uh, far more entertaining, more comfort in a lie. It takes a certain kind of a level of maturity. maturity. Ooh. Spiritual maturity to know when truth is in front of you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Back to scripture. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? Um, scripture we're going to do... What should I do? Chapter three, verses 25 to 30. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. Period. To the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bears the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone in silence when it is laid on him. Let him put his mouth in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him give his cheek to the one who strikes and let him be filled with insults. The author is talking to us about what to do with your shame and guilt. You're feeling it. Your emotions are really happening. That's true. To, to pretend like they're not, it would be delusional. Now, what do you do with them? How do you, what's the most effective way to experience those sensations of guilt? Those moments of shame and guilt are opportunities to shape our character. It's a chance to decide who we want to be. These moments bring about humility. <laughs> and that's tea, okay? <laughs> and what's the result of humility? 99.999999% of the time. Clara? Repentance. Bingo! That's my girl. Repentance. Yes. <laughs> Which is the only way we can truly be. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Clara, it's okay. Saved. Okay. Saved. She's still, we're, we're still working on her. Okay, guys. <laughs> be patient with us. But it's the only way you can be saved is by repentance. Uh, right? Yeah. You know this, Clara. Mm -hmm. Come on. Hi, Tangie, not hi, Tangie. When we repent, that's always when God inches his way closer to us in proximity. All right? It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you, like, just peed yourself, okay? Oh, like, you're in, a, you're in a, you're embarrassed. You're in you a, did not have another example. I, there was another example, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. What I'm saying is the Lord will approach. If you repent, that's his, that's his sign. Like, okay, I come close. I come close now. Your heart is porous. 
you will be able to receive me for real, for reals, right? Anyways, the end of this chapter also reminds us that though God's people have been victims of enemy nations, that doesn't mean that the enemy is going to go unpunished either, which we know from the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah also told us that. Um, and this also doesn't mean that those that are gloating and winning, whatever, are truly winning. They're not. And they're going to be dealt with. Sin is always dealt with. Understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the Lord is just. Slow to anger, but he, he will get angry. All right? So now we're at chapter four. And in this chapter, we continue with the two-year siege of Jerusalem. The author looks back on how they used to live flashy, prosperous lives, flying in private jets, Birkins in their hands with private chefs. And now they're eating vermin off the floor out of starvation. Yeah. The author also shares that what Jerusalem endured was worse than what Sodom experienced when the Lord burned that town down to a salty crisp. If you haven't seen that episode, check it out here. But let's also go to some scripture. We're going to go to Lamentations chapter 4, verse 6. ¿Cómo está mi colita? Está linda. Okay. Lamentations chapter 4, verse 6. For the chastisement of the daughter of my people has been greater than the punishment of Sodom, which was overthrown in a moment, and no hands were wrung for her. Ooh, let's dive into this, okay? Because here, we know the difference between Sodom and Judah is that Sodom weren't his children. The town of Sodom, the city of Sodom, got immediate death in an instant. Judah's devastation was strung out two years, slow burn, because the Lord needed to carefully discipline his children. Understood? And at this time, things in Jerusalem were so bad, the people experienced a famine. Food scarcity that led them to cannibalism. (sighs) Scripture, okay? I'm telling you, dark times. You had to have been there to see it. We're going to go to um, Lamentations, chapter 4, verses 10 to 11. The hands of compassionate women have boiled their own children. They became their food. What? I mean, one thing is... ¿Cómo se llama carnivore? Um, cannibal. Yeah. One thing is cannibalism. The other thing is eating your own baby. Like, that's next level cannibalism. Well, sorry. Desperate times. Desperate times and they were sinners. Lamentations, chapter 4, verses 10 to 11. The hands of compassionate women have boiled their own children. They became their food during the destruction of the daughter of my people. The Lord gave full vent to his wrath. He poured out his hot anger and he kindled a fire in Zion that consumed its foundations. Yeah, doesn't get any worse than cannibalism of your own children. Mm -mm. And it's also metaphoric though, because 
a lot of the things that we do today that are destructive to our earth, our families, or, you know what I'm saying? It's the future that's really going to get the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's also cannibalism, but if you, if you look a little deeper, we're also cannibalizing, like, our own family when we make poor decisions today or succumb to our addictions, our vices, or, you know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's a, it could be metaphoric. It's a poem after all. Ding. Oh, I wonder if we can make it a song. A country song. Oh, yeah, you're a country. The music. hands of compassionate women have boiled their own children. They become their food during the destruction of their dog. Okay, I'm done. Next Clara's looking at me like, wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. Okay, let's go. Let's continue. Moving right along. Lamentations closes out chapter 5 with a prayer for the Lord to have mercy on the souls of the people of Jerusalem. We also see that the discipline the Lord was dishing out was pretty effective because it did lead to some kind of repentance in the end. Mm. We're going to go to some scripture. Lamentations chapter 5 verses 15 to 17. The joy of our hearts has ceased. Our dancing has been turned to mourning. The crown has fallen from our head. Woe to us, for we have sinned. For this, our heart has become sick. For these things, our eyes have grown dim. The joy of our hearts has ceased. Our dancing has been turned to mourning. Like, the discipline worked. The Lord in that moment is our parent, right? And sometimes parents have to make decisions that they really don't want to do, but they know that in the long haul, this is going to be what's right for the child. Like cutting a child off, like cutting a spoiled brat off or something. Mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? It's like, they don't, they don't prefer to do that. They don't want to. And the only way you can really depict that in written word is in prose, isn't, uh, that's a high tangy, I suppose. This was good. I'm going to miss you a lot, but I'm going to see you. I mean, if um, you're seeing me in five days. <laughs> I'm going to miss you. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, Clara. You don't understand. Whatever. Whatever. All right. Uh, All right. All right. Let's do this. Let's close out the show. All right. Yeah. Aussie. Do we have any Australian Australia in the building? Go on then. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. I'm going to close out the episode with... The way the book of Lamentations ended. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, no. guys. Okay, let's take this just serious. Okay, okay cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> I am going to close out this episode of the book of Lamentations exactly the way it ended. Babes, it ended with faith in the promise that the Lord will restore us when we hit hard times. If you repent. If you repent. Very good, Clara. You get a promotion. I can't, I can't fulfill that promotion. I can only give you love and affection and attention. For I'll now. take it. But the scripture can give you spiritual redemption, and I think we got to go to it. <laughs> Let's go to that. We're going to go to Lamentations chapter 5, verses 19 to... Actually, 19 to 22. But you, O Lord, reign forever. Your throne endures to all generations. Why do you forget us forever? Why do you forsake us for so many days? 
Restore us to yourself, O Lord, that we may be restored. Renew our days as of old. Unless you have utterly rejected us and you remain exceedingly angry with us. That's how it ends. It's so nutty because up until like that last part of the, of the book of Lamentations, mm. it was written with like beginning, middle, end, and like the end of every chapter had a nice ending button in it, you know, whatever. Mm. But with this one, it does not end like that. There's, I was in a rush. Not even a rush. It's almost like there's no resolve. Mm. It, giving me, um, oh, what's, I'm trying to, so many books, so many like um, poetry books, when they end that way, I always wonder if it's intentional. Like it's supposed to elicit a feeling of exploring whatever we've got going on. Mm -hmm. That sometimes I think too much resolve um, does too much come on. It, it bird feeds us stuff. Like, you know, it bird, tells you how to, how yeah. to feel and how it's like, no, now look at yourself in the mirror and reflect, reflect. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it ends. Like, unless you have utterly rejected us, it ends on a question. Oh, it's the best. That's why when you, hi, Tandy, not Tandy, there was an episode in the past, Clara, where like you had asked, um, uh, well, we're not supposed to doubt, doubt on babes doubt and if you have questions you ask them bring them to them mm -hmm. just like the book of lamentations says or has shown us it's like your emotions are real confusion anger uh, um resentment shame guilt bring it to him he wants to see it he's not afraid of anything don't be embarrassed of that mm -mm. he's seen a lot you know it's like uh, it's like being in a relationship with someone and like finally I don't know, like, at least with me, like I said, you know, I'm very insecure about my body. But like, if I finally let someone see me naked, it's mm. like, intimacy with the Lord is going to allow you to be naked around him. But you have to get to know him, get comfortable. And that, that's what the Lamentations really taught me. Like, I want to get naked with the Lord. Uh, um, okay. You, not get your mind out of the gutter. Don't, don't perversa. Is it perversa? Perversa. Mm. No, like be naked, you know, like show them, show them what you got. The real true. The, the real. real you. Let those die. <laughs> <laughs> and now, moral of the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> moral of the story is. The Lord has desires, babes, just like us. And sometimes those desires are a little confusing, just like ours. But the difference is the Lord is the, the Lord, you know what I mean? But what makes the book of Lamentations and any Lamentation scripture in the Bible kind of cool is that it leaves us imperfect sinners room to get our grievances out in front of the Lord. Not just so that we can hash it out, but so we can come to understand his divine desires a little more intimately. So we can understand that his desires for us are always right. And once we have continued going to spiritual counseling with the Lord, we remember that the Lord is merciful, so merciful. Chapter three, verse 23 says, his mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. You guys, the Lord wants to produce obedience in all of his children. 
And that's going to cause a little bit of grief sometimes. I guess that's life. Anyways, his desires are always coupled with compassion and steadfast love for us. And that's the truth. <gasps> hey, Father. How'd I do? Yeah, see, see, about the phone. See, you know, I caught the flight to LA, but I didn't want to check my bags in. You know, I was just going to carry on. They just didn't fit in my carry-on because I had so much makeup. No, Lord, I'm not saying that makeup is more important than our connection. No, absolutely. Okay, we're going to have to get a new phone for LA, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Lord, see you next week. Mm -hmm.